Parshat Truma, where we finally get to building the Mishkan, the tabernacle. We finally get there. You know, Hashem said, um, Pharaoh's told that we have to leave Egypt that we may serve Hashem. And after a number of different things, we finally get to building the Mishkan where we will serve Hashem. But remember that one of the key phrases here is you will build me a, a home that I might live among you. So the question is, what does that mean? I might live among you. If you build me a home, I'm going to live in my home. I'm not going to live with you. The answer is that if you want Hashem to live with you, you have to do a number of things. Hashem is saying, you're going to build me the Mishkan. The Mishkan is a symbol of what the world should be like. The Mishkan is symbolic of what I think the world should be like, and if, uh, for the, that you should do the mitzvot. And everything in the Mishkan is for the betterment of the people using it. It is not for Hashem. An important point is of the korbanot, the sacrificial service. The sacrifices were not brought uh, to feed Hashem. Nowhere in the entire Torah does it mention that Hashem eats. Hashem smells the aroma. He sees the, he looks at the intent of the person bringing the korban. <coughs> he doesn't eat the korban. Usually, by the way, it's the konim who eat it, or the person who brought it to eat it, to eat it, but it's never Hashem. And it's an important distinction because remember, in the ancient world, you fed the gods. Um, at the end of the Sumerian story of the flood, the gods were saying how stupid we were. We cut off our own food supply. Hashem does not eat from Noah's Corbin. He smells the aroma. So this is the important lesson of the beginning that we're going to be going into, and we're going to get into the details. Why so much detail in the building of the main Mikdash? But that's for another time. We don't have time right now. Uh, but it's something to think about. Uh, we still have a minion? Yes. yes. Okay.